Hey everybody, I'm back with another famous podcast. Actually, I thought of a new jingle, theme song. Goes a little something like, It's the nation's famous podcast show. So, let me know what you think. If I should keep it or keep it going. But, uh, nice little theme. Or maybe I should do something a little different. Or if you have your own suggestions I'm all open and so it's been a while I've had I've been doing podcasts I've been doing some some recordings but I haven't been able I haven't decided I haven't gone through with with any of my any recording I haven't uploaded anything yet and I've just kind of been picky I know I'm trying trying not to but I can't help it um just been still looking for what I'm wanted, what I want to have, like what my vision, what my, what I'm, what I'm all about, still, still figuring it out. I just did a recording with Court and Mike and Let's just say we were a little inebriated more than I was hoping. Which, I mean, I was passing out the booze, so maybe I bet should have been a little more responsible. But, you know, I'll just have to do another one, or I can edit that one around and try to do a future special outtakes version um, so I have a new logo if you haven't noticed thought it looked a little more sleek more uh, professional looking I guess I like it um, hopefully I can do uh, hopefully this, ep- this episode will be put out this week, the week of this recording, the 20th, um, we'll see, I'm getting a lot of good thoughts, a lot of good, uh, good vibes coming from, uh, what I've been trying to, what I've been searching for, uh, next week's Halloween, I really, 
want to get the podcast back up and running because I really like uh, scary stories and stuff like that. Like it's, it's this is a perfect time to podcast and get some scary stories started. So hopefully next week I'll do some research on the more the some stories of the grave. I really like Edgar Allan Poe. Maybe I'll read an Edgar Allan Poe poem. Edgar Allan, Edgar Allan poem. We'll see. And then I have a, some more uh, stuff I want to talk about in the future. I want to do some top five kind of type episodes. Or like the nice, the cool, hip trend doing five five best and five worst but we'll see we'll see how it goes um, I want to do like my favorite podcasts my favorite uh, new songs maybe I'll do like five new songs five old songs because I, I like old classic rock but I also just like the new alternative rock so and maybe t one of these weeks I'll talk about famous stuff since this is a famous podcast might as well talk about fame right I don't know we'll see um but this, this episode I figure I'll just continue from my special uh, episode that I did where I just talked about myself kind of dive in a little more into who I am what makes me famous nations nations famous what makes me more like a restaurant chain title than most people right nations famous burger right was, was that is that the chain? So, uh, one thing I've been thinking about a lot is how something that kind of gave me an epiphany. One, one night I was working, I was in the Air Force, and it was a, it was a slow night, not much going, so I decided I'd look up some uh, inspirational quotes because at the time that was the big I mean it still is pretty popular to have going and on, on, your, on people's Facebooks and stuff you have all these inspirational messages or just goofy jokes laid out like an inspirational message or you know a clever quote that's also funny but also intuitive but also uh, doesn't make doesn't really mean much depends on how you look at it kind of thing so one of the one of the ones that really latched on to was uh, 
it's okay to not be okay. And somebody, as, as someone who gets into bouts of depression and or just like cases of, um, I don't know, like not anti-socialism, but just, you know, want to curl up into a ball and be alone. Like, uh, like an in introverted, um, and yeah, and it's okay to not be okay, really kind of turned my whole perspective around on, like, it just made me go, yeah, I get it, right, that makes sense. You know, everyone focuses on trying to be okay and trying to be, you know, put on that smile and go out and, you know, someone's like, how are you? I'm okay. But sometimes you're just not. And that's okay. So, you're, you know, you're alright. And if you're not alright, that's alright. So in the end, you know, you're telling the truth. Even if you're not okay still okay well there's <clears throat> leaping the going off of that there's one quote where I, I, I I've liked it and I've kind of stuck to it but I've been feeling like it's a little flawed in that it's that it goes um it goes something like it all works out in the end everything's okay in the end if it's if things aren't okay then it isn't the end and um what I've been feeling is that that's not, it's a misnomer, I guess. It's, it's all dependent on the person. I mean, you know, there's pessimists where, who just, if, if you say that, they'll be like, well, it's not okay. It not, you know, it, it doesn't work out in the end. Where, you know, just, a contrarian who just wants to deny it because of just for the sake of denying which you know that's where I see the flaw is not not necessarily the, the person's outlook I mean you know pessimism is a way of some people go about themselves, but also it's just human nature to be, to uh, kind of doubt or worry that it's not going to be okay in the end. And I mean, I know it's inspirational and it's like, well, it's not the end, but you know, what happens when you get to the end and it's still not okay? Like you know where at what point is it the end 
where it's okay. Like a life or death situation. And it all works out in the end, but you die. And that's, you know, is that, is that it working out? Is it okay? It's the end. That's, that's, other than that, it's pretty uh, lighthearted kind of quote that I've just overanalyzed, I guess, which, you know, I tend to do. But then, uh, then there's this, this last one I want to talk about. And it's the one that really sticks with me all the time. Uh, I mean, I've always kind of lived my life at the beat of my own drum or whatever musical instrument I can hear going on in my head at the time. And then, and it goes, um, the quote goes, people don't think about you as often as you think. I mean, that's a paraphrasing. The quote's actually a lot better, but I didn't bother to look it up. That's, that's my bad. Because uh, I think well, it goes something more along the lines of you'd be surprised as much as you worry about what people think of you, you'd be surprised at how little they do, something, something like that. And I tend to agree. Well, I, I mean, I look at myself in that way now. Like, that's the way I like to try to view things when I get nervous. Because, you know, it's nerve-wracking meeting strangers every day. And I used to be really shy. And I get into the habit where, like, if I'm overwhelmed with what's going on around me, I kind of... Uh, I go into autopilot and then my brain does things and then when I step back after the fact I don't know well I know what I know what was going on and all that but it's just like um, if, you know if I say something you know it's been depicted in sh TV shows and stuff like you say the uh, something wrong on accident, but in the moment, you don't, you know, you're just, you say it wrong, and then you go with it, and then you step back and you go, what did I just say? And the, uh, it's a, I, I think of it as like an anxiety thing, but, you know, there's no shortage of stupid when it comes to this guy. That's, that's another one of the quotes I like. I came up with it. If anybody asks, just uh, if you steal steal that quote, just attribute it to Nation's Famous Podcast with a little dash. No shortage of stupid. But uh, yeah, that's just a little more dive into the goings-ons of Zack 
from Nation's Famous Podcast. And so, I guess let's talk a little uh, baseball. I'm a little reluctant to because Giants didn't even make the playoffs and the Dodgers are in the World Series and this is turning into a living, uh, was it a waking nightmare? Because I have a feeling that the Dodgers are going to win only because of the kind of, I mean they have a lot of talent, I won't deny it, even though they're terrible ball club but uh, I'm really hoping they choke like they have been in the past for the past five years or however they went to f three World Series in four years four and five I don't know but um, it's starting to look more and more like this is the year that they'll win it all There are a couple players that I'm not going to admit that I like on the team, but they, they're they definitely super, uh, super talented, and with, special, and with all the, the grief they've been given the, uh, the league about the Astros cheating and then the Red Sox having a member of that cheating Astros on their team and they cheated and just trying to peel the trophies away from those winning teams and getting them um, through through those kind of means I just I, I'm annoyed. I get just, I just get annoyed by it. just the LA mentality in general, with the LeBron win with the Lakers, and everyone's like, "Oh, basketball's in the right hands," and all that because LA is winning, and now the Dodgers are winning. Like if the Dodgers were lost, it would have been the Braves versus the Tampa Bay Rays. I've been like, oh, this is unwatchable World Series. Both these teams aren't from LA. Woo hoo hoo. Um, and it's just, you know, the best team versus the best team. If the Braves were the best team, then so be it. You know, I thought they were, but they've got next year. They're a young team, luckily. I think the Padres were actually better than the Dodgers, but. Uh, we won't really go into that, but uh, but with that in mind, I'm thinking that ratings-wise, that's probably what they're gonna want. But what they always focus on when it comes to sports and the big when they punch the ticket to the big game, it's all about how to get the most viewers. And I'm thinking they're gonna. It's gonna be like the NLCS, where it went to seven games, and the seventh game was the most watched sporting event. Um, 
Game 7 was the most watched sporting event during, since the whole pandemic BS. There's a, there's a good chance that they'll try to replicate that because the only way people are really going to watch is if, you know, you'll have the LA viewers, but if the Rays are going to watch, or is it, you know, any other club that doesn't like LA, which there's a pretty good amount, the A's for one, my Giants, the Braves now would want to watch them lose, the, you know, they have, there's no shortage of, of enemies in LA. But, uh, if they do what they did, the NLCS was, was great for them because they were down, you know, they were supposed to have lost way long ago. And they, they pulled it out, pulled it out, and then they had game seven, they went down early in game seven, and then, and tied it in like the fifth didn't take the lead until like the seventh so and that you know it was, piv it was riveting all the way up until the seventh then i turned the game off and i'm sure a lot of people did well probably not a lot of people um but you know from then on i i was keeping an eye on it but i was i was actually watching the game like i had it on tv while i was watching the niner game and that game was pretty pretty damn good. And luckily the Niners were up to to a degree that I could focus on a different game. Uh, that was a great bounce back from the Dolphins blowout embarrassment, which the Dolphins just uh, pulled up Tua pushed him into his, into the spotlight now which you know means they're definitely buying into playoff hopes which they should because um, people are sleeping on them and it's the best way to sneak into the playoffs and into the Super Bowl is um, surprising everyone that's what the Niners did last year so Maybe it's their turn, and Tua is for, is a good talent, is a good pick for when he was drafted. I wanted him to go to the Niners somehow. I know it wasn't possible, but I think he's going to be special. And another one who's pretty good is that Justin Herbert in the, L, in the Chargers. The San Diego Superchargers. So that's he's my pickup. I tried picking him up in my leagues, in my fantasy leagues. It's a, it's tough because I run. I'm in like six leagues, so, and I got him in like maybe two. But uh, he's one to he's. Definitely opening eyes with that shootout he had against 
Tom Brady. That was that was a gem. So hopefully he keeps it up. Um, hopefully I'll do in one of my future episodes. I want to do like a halfway point uh, fantasy team, fantasy super team. It's, these these are the players halfway through the season who are uh, pretty much top of the top of the top top cream of the crop I'm sure everyone you know it would be somewhat obvious Alvin Kamara he's pretty much my MVP right now I have him in three or four leagues and he's just killing it and uh, and obviously Russell Wilson, who I'm not a big fan of, but he's he's doing all right. He did really good last year, and he's keeping up. Now he has a good receiver that he can trust with uh, DK Metcalf, and so uh, we'll see what what I come up with. Last year I tried doing one, but had stopped podcasting. Had, uh, I was really busy with a very demanding job, and now I switch jobs. So hopefully I can find more time. I mean, I've found more time to record, but I just gotta stick with it. And but and so I'll, I'll try to get that going and then I want to put I want to scrounge up my list from last year because I did it last year and that was when freaking Chris Godwin was insane he was probably the best him and Russell Wilson were the best players and I just it was it's interesting it'll be interesting to see what what I come up with and what what I came up with last year, and just bouncing them off each other. Um, little 49er talk before we break away. Um, Kansas City is stupid, and I can't believe they're they're getting away with a lot. I'm not gonna go too far into it because I'm, you know, it's sore, sore loserness to say they're big cheaters, but they are. Everyone can, if you cared to pay, to notice. Um, but nobody really cares because everyone likes them. They're likable. It's like the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry is just too likable. But we'll not go, we're not getting into basketball right now. Um, but I just want to say, Jimmy G, there was a lot of talk that he's on his way out. And my only, the only way I see that happening is if we get Kirk Cousins, who's Kyle Shanahan's Holy Grail. I don't know if that'll happen. The Vikings have a huge deal with him you still got a bunch of years on that fully guaranteed contract that he got and what was it 
think he has like a year. I don't remember. Two years, something. But then uh, Matty Ryan, Matty Ice, Matt Ryan's gonna be has has been rumored to be on the trading block. Him and Julio, Julio. So we'll see if we can scrounge up one or the other or both of them or even Dan Quinn he's available now we'll just grab him snatch him up for our DC because uh, he's basically who ran the Seattle defense that Solo was a part of in Seattle but who knows? Salah's been pretty good, but if he gets snatched away in a, in a head coach gig, then it would be nice to grab somebody familiar with that with his scheme and somebody who was in charge of the scheme, basically. But so far, Jimmy G was doing his job Sunday against the Rams. And but one thing I noticed was a lot of it was due to Mostert who could just tear up defenses because with his quickness and his just burst where uh, McKinnon seems to have lost his step but um, the out of nowhere cornerback Justin Verrett he was good in LA and then he got hurt for the past like two years and he was slow to get back into the group of things but now with his opportunity he got that interception yesterday in the end zone not yesterday but this in the past game and we'll see we'll see if that happens with uh, McKinnon hopefully he'll get his speed back up he used to be pretty quick, have a pretty good burst, but uh, he, you know, after two injuries, it takes a toll on you. So it's all a matter of time. Anyways, if you'd like to get a hold of the podcast, give me some uh, recommendations on fave podcasts and worst podcasts, or. I think I was going to do fave podcast, five faves and five that I've uh, gone mild on. You know, five meh that I liked to listen to but I haven't really listened to in a while. Um, so you can get on my Twitter, Nations21 is my handle. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, ZachNations, one word. Um, or just email me, follow my email. What's it? Nationsfamouspod at gmail.com. That's how you can get a hold of the, the podcast. Or just znations.217 at gmail. If you want to get a hold of me personally. But uh, just let me know. If I'm doing terrible, 
I need to make sure I'm keeping that same that consistent quality of terribleness that I've started very uh, reluctantly I guess anyways uh, just rate give me a rating on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you can rate me find a way to rate it rate the podcast and rate it and then email me and I'll rate you I'll rate your rating you know or just just email me your rating and I'll make my own uh, rating program I'll do it on my uh, what's it called Patreon my Patreon is Nations21 it's patreon.com and then slash Nations21 and uh, Halloween next week so well next next Saturday it's not this Saturday next Saturday so I'll, I'll try to get some Halloweeny stuff for you Halloweeners out there be safe and until next time, get out of here.